T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Would the university do a, do a nice job? And every, I don't know if it's every month or every couple of weeks, they 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 send out like stories that things are happening in their departments and and they had this one item about horse ownership in Connecticut that had a factoid I wasn't particularly familiar with and then so we we followed up to to have Dr. Sarah Reed on who is a professor in animal science at UConn and we had a very busy week last week we we had to bump it to this morning and Dr. Reed first of all good morning good morning how are you this morning Brian? I'm good you know it's I'm just curious if I could just start off. What is a degree in animal science at UConn? Like, I mean, it's it's a it's a department that I honestly knew nothing about. Yeah, um, so it it is what it sounds like. Um, we focus on the science and the biology um, behind how animals grow and develop, um, and our students use that and go on to go into vet school. Um, a lot of them will uh, end up back managing different types of farms or, or animal facilities um, or work in some of the areas uh, kind of in the, the supporting industries. So in the feed industry or in um, development of products or pharmaceuticals um, for, for animals um, and even for human health. Um, so it's a pretty broad topic. Uh, we, mm. we focus on livestock, so that's uh, horses, cows, pigs, sheep, um, poultry, um, but we include some companion animal um, courses in there too, so cats and dogs, and um, our companion animal class even gets into some more exotic companion animals, so reptiles. Do you have all like the that. animals, like, do you have all the animals on campus? Like, is there pasture land that the department, like, maintains? Yeah, we do. Um, so on campus, we've got horses, we have beef cattle and dairy cattle. Uh, we have sheep, we have pigs, and we have poultry. And most of our animal units are actually open to the public. So during um, visiting hours, you can go, you can walk through, you can see our animals, um, and you can see how we work with them. Uh, the arena uh, where we ride the horses is open to the public. So if you get there on a weekday and there's riding lessons going on you can or classes going on, you can go in and watch a little bit. Hmm. Um, we've got events on the weekends, lots of horse shows, um, other events. You know, we're talking with Dr. Sarah Reed, uh, professor uh, of animal science at UConn. My other question real quick before we move on to the horses specifically is, you know, in terms of enrollment in this major, it, you know, because... Is it is it up, down, steady? I mean, is it becoming more popular? I'm just sort of fascinated by the type of student that, that enters into this line of study and then into these careers. Yeah, absolutely. We are a really strong major in our college. So we have got about 450 undergraduate students right now, um, and that uh, includes about 40 students who are in our associate's degree program, which is a really applied science program, hmm. um, and then the remainder are in a bachelor's degree program, so they get a four-year degree. That's really um, cool. Got about, I was going to say we've got about 30 graduate students as well who are working towards master's and, and doctoral degrees. Now, are, are horses your specialty? 
Um, they are, yeah. Um, so I grew up as a horse person, um, and so that is my one of my areas of expertise. Yeah. Okay, so w- there are like f- forty three thousand horses in Connecticut. Is that the right statistic? Um, it's probably a little bit underestimated. Um, it's hard to get a real actual count. Uh, that's the the number that we use um, because that's the the most current number we have. Um, so it's probably pretty close, but I guess it's a, probably a little bit underestimated if we truly counted every horse. In the- okay, so you know, and the the factoid is that there are more horses in Connecticut than any other New England state. Why is that? I mean, there's tons of space <laughs> in other states. I mean, Maine's huge, Vermont's huge, New Hampshire's huge. I think it has to do with the, our, our population as well. Um, and so when we think about the... Uh, you mean like the, the demographics? Owners, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the horse owners. Um, what we find is really a lot of people think about owning horses is expensive and it's something that wealthy people do. Um, but really, it's, it's, I mean, it's not cheap. But uh, most horse owners are um, you know, making less than 100000 and they've got a horse that they enjoy, and it's a recreation, mm. um, it's a hobby for them. Um, and, and so, you know, a, a family might have a horse, um, and, and we just happen in Connecticut to have um, lots of opportunities, uh, both within the state and in nearby states that are easy to get to and easy to access as far as trails and horse shows and, and other events. Um, and so I think that makes it particularly attractive in Connecticut. A couple of quick questions for you. We're talking with Dr. Sarah Reed from University of Connecticut here on Bryan & Company. How much does it cost to care for a horse on an annual basis, on, like an average? It's mm, a great question. It depends what level of care you're looking for. So um, to keep a horse in your backyard, if you've got um, the space to do that, it can be as low as just paying for feed and then the um, kind of the upkeep for the horse, which is probably going to run you around $250, $300 a month. Um, and then it can go as high as several thousand dollars a month for some of the high-end facilities where they are doing all of the care and, and basically your horse is living in a spa. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so really it, there's a wide, wide range. Um, and many horse owners, if they are boarding their horse at a facility, um, some of those are, are kind of like co-ops where they share in the labor um, to reduce the cost. And I don't think many of us like to be in the barn doing those kinds of things. And yeah. so that's part of the, the experience of owning a horse. Just a quick silly question before my last one. How old, how long do horses live? Mm, horses can live well into their 30s. Um, and so we see them remaining active and and being rideable well into their 20s. Um, and with the improvements in healthcare and, and management that we've made over the last you know, century, um, well into their 30s, sometimes into their 40s. This is great. I, I mean, I'm selfishly asking every question that I'm personally curious about here. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> my, my last one is like, what part of the state has the most horses? Is it the, the Northwest corner, like or down in Fairfield County? Like, I don't know. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I think it's probably pretty evenly distributed given how our horse population is distributed, given how our, our, the owners are distributed. Um, I, and this is an honest guess, um, but I wouldn't expect there to be a, an area where there's a huge difference in population across our state. So there are areas that are known for different things. Um, you know, um, where there are some polo clubs and, and some other event facilities. Um, 
but because most of our owners are um, kind of your average Joe, um, I think it's it's probably pretty evenly distributed. Okay, that's cool. Hey, Dr. Reed, it's great to meet you. It's great to get this insight. It's it's really fun for us to, you know, as kind of programming to, to talk about things like this. So thank you so much this morning. Absolutely. It's been great. All right, Dr. Sarah Reed, professor in animal science at the University of Connecticut. Into the 30s. That's the nugget I'm going to take away. I didn't, I, I didn't know. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.